Hi everyone, Benjamin Smith here, pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Wesley Chapel. You know, God is always speaking good things to us and he has a word for you today, we are sure of it. Take some time out to listen and we'll be back as soon as we're done. God bless you. I'm excited, y'all excited? Y'all ready? Let's re ready, let's read. This is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Every verse is God breathed and I aim to live by every word. It is essential to my faith foundation and works to change me from the inside out into the person God created me to be. That is why I shall never let it go. It is reliable. It is the truth. It is divine. It is my body. Oh. Amen. I'm glad, I'm glad y'all can read because I get tripped up. I think I just want to say what I want to say. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know? So I want to I tell y'all a little story. See, I had a speaking engagement in Georgia. Georgia is my hometown. That's where all my family still is. So I go back to Georgia and I do the speaking engagement. And then I go back from uh, time to time because my parents... Uh, still live there. You know, I do have siblings, but my parents, I'm gonna say my parents still there. So I go and uh, spend time with them. I ran into a couple of people while I was there just um, a couple of weeks ago, and they, uh, they call me Shell. They know Shell. So they were like, hey, Shell, I didn't know that you were speaking. Somebody told me. And, um, and I said, yeah. And they said, well, I said, well, it was, you know, kind of broadcast. You know, they, they knew I was coming. And she said, well, I didn't know your name was Shalita. I thought your name, we say Shell, so I thought your name was Shell. Now, mind you, these are people that I've known for, I ain't gonna say from birth, but a long, long, long time, because I'm still a young girl, but it was, you know, a long time ago. So I said, okay, and then, and then after we got over that, she started, she proceeded to tell me, she said, girl, you remember when, ooh, when we used to do this? I ain't gonna tell y'all what the this is. And I was like, no, and she said, so she said, you, well, well, I know you're going to remember when we did. I said, no, I don't remember that. And the thing about it was I wasn't not remembering uh, on purpose. I was not remembering because when God delivers you from your past, he don't deliver you from your past to relive it. He deliver you from your past so he can propel you into the future that we all are working and walking in. So when somebody comes up to you, more, more time than, than, than less, they will try to remind you of some, some of that stuff you don't, you did, you know, I, unless it's just me. You know, I might be the only one that had a past that, you know, I don't want to, I got to take it to the grave and I got to uh, release it all. But if... You know, if I can just be honest with you, just for me, I don't, I don't recall so many times people come up to me and tell me about my past and it was the good things that I've done. It's usually the things that, that are not so good, you know? Because I wouldn't even say it's all bad. It's just some of the things that, that um, I, don't, I don't relive my past to rehearse it. I relive the past so that I can continue to walk into my future. And that's what we all should be doing. Our past is what got us to where we are now and what keeps us moving. If it's not so good, then God is so good that he will erase all of the not so good and he'll propel you into the good that he has for you. But if you try to relive your past just because it, somebody hurt you, 
You angry at them, you upset about it, you can't forgive them, you on your way, you're growing through, going through things. The difference between going through something and growing through something, for me, it is when you're going through something, you have no control of what you're going through. You just keep going. I got to just keep going. And you're hoping and praying and wishing that it's over with. But when you're growing through something, you're picking up some tools along the way. You're picking up some assignments. You're picking up some good people. You're picking up your village. You're picking up all of that. So I would just tell you, stop going through stuff and learn how to grow through everything. Because God is on your side. He got you. He's covering you. He's inside of you. We don't have to go look for God and search for God because he ain't lost. He lost Amen. I, I, that, that wasn't part of what I was going to say, but I know somebody needs to hear that. Probably me. Let's go to Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 in the New King James Version. And it says, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I also want to read that same verse from the Passion uh, Translation. And it says, stop dwelling on the past. Don't even remember these former things. I am doing something brand new, something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Do not perceive it. I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. Now, when, when the prophet Isaiah wrote this passage, he was writing a letter to um, the people of Christ, the church. Uh, he wasn't doing this because he, he had better days. He wasn't doing this because, oh, I remember the times back in my past when I was walking with Jesus and we was doing all, he was in prison. A lot of times we, we're in our situation, I've been there, I'm saying, I can't pray for these people today because I got my own thing that I got to pray for. I got my own situation going on. I got my own circumstance going on. But if we're believers, what are we believing? And, and if we are believers, then we're encouragers. I don't re recall a time when Jesus didn't encourage people. Yes, he healed people. Yes, he promoted people. Yes, he called disciples. He did all that. But he also encouraged people. He encouraged people. The people that he didn't come in contact with, the ones he did come in contact with, told about him. That was encouraging right there. That was a fragment of encouragement. There's a, a scripture in the Bible said that when Paul was walking, uh, going to, to minister, all he was doing was walking. And his, his shadow was blessing people, healing people. That's the same God that we serve. It's the same for us. It's the same for us. Sometimes you can just walk by somebody and your presence can just heal them. Your presence can just encourage them. You don't know how powerful you are. That's why you're standing down on your gifts. You're standing down on your anointing. You're standing down on the equipment that God has given you. It, everything ain't just for you. Because you know what? You can walk by and you can be like Jesus. Pastor Benjamin was talking to us about this scripture. You can be like uh, the woman that had the issue of blood. Who touched me? I walk sometime and I be like, who pulled that? Because sometimes you're talking and people can be pulling stuff from you. And you'll be like, well, I don't know what I said. You don't need to remember what you said because it was for them. But you just need to say it. You know, God, God tells you to go do something and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to get to it. No, you don't get to it. You need to go do it when he tells you. Because that is what he's called us to do. I'll give you, I'll tell you this story. Um, God had told me to 
bless someone. I'm, I won't say amounts and things like that. He told me to bless someone with two bills. I'll just say two bills, right? Y'all say two bills because I don't want y'all to go to sleep today. Two bills. Okay. I said, okay, praise God. I said, I'm going to bless them with one bill, right? I'm going to do, do what I do. I'm going to bless them with one bill. As I was getting ready to do that, he said, no, I said two. And I said, okay, I'm going to be obedient. No matter how my flesh feels right now, no matter what my bank account look like right now, no matter what uh, my husband might say to me right now, I'm going to do what God say above anything else, right? So drop those two bills and walked away peacefully, great. Did, you know, you don't always got to ask somebody what, well, what you need. I, what I need, you don't have. So I need to just give you what God told me to give you because that is what we need to give, right? We don't need to always go to God and say, God, what you said? Because I did that. I was like, you said, you, you said, you said one, right? Um, you said half of one, right? I just, need to, I, I, I just need somebody to come and confirm it. Well, it was confirmed when God said, give them two bills, okay? So I gave the two bills. I, the very next day, the very, now, I don't go to the mail, but I'm going to tell you some things I don't do in my house because I know I'm a queen. I ain't taking no trash out. I ain't going to no mailbox. You know, <clears throat> you know, when I cook dinner, I might not wash the dishes. You know, it's just certain things that, you know, the queen ain't going to do, right? So this, the very next day, the Holy Spirit said, you go to the mailbox. And you know me. I'm like, but you know I'm the queen. Okay, well, I take my crown off and just go on to the mailbox, right? <clears throat> so I go to the mailbox. There was not one check in the mailbox. There was, how many of y'all say? There was two checks in the mailbox. And you know what God told me? He said, because of your obedience, because you did what I said do, because you didn't shift and do what you wanted to do, there was two checks that was waiting to be released to you. Had you not done what I told you to do, the way I told you to do it, why I told you to do it, how I told you to do it, it wouldn't have been released. Some of y'all are waiting on things that belong to you to be released, but you're out of order. So it can't find you. Because he's looking for the person that's in order. He's, whatever it is that God has told you to do, stop waiting for a pastor to come and tell you to do it. Because God has already told you to do it. That is why a lot of things are being held up. That's why your children ain't acting right. Because you, you see other people's children and they doing stuff, you won't even stop and have a word for them. You'll look at them and you, you won't encourage them, you'll discourage them. And then you wonder why you got discouragement in your own house. The spouse, your spouse, you're out of order with your spouse. You're smiling at you, you. Hey, good morning. How you doing? All of that. And just then you just told your husband, get away from me. You told your wife, I don't want to talk to you today. How you, how you going to get out here in these streets and be smiling and talking to all God's people, but you forget that that's God's child too. It starts at home. It starts in your house. That's where it starts from. Where's your first ministry is your own house. And if, if no one listens to you in your own house, how are they going to listen to you when you're talking about God when you're outside the house? We got to be mindful that the residue of our past will cause harm to our future. The residue from our past will cause harm to your future because the, the old you remember the old things that you used to do. But scripture says that old things are passed away. 
and that we need to forget about those things. And the enemy likes to remind you of your past because you relive your past so much. So the enemy does not have new tricks. He keeps reminding you of your past because you stay there. You stay there. When he come to tell me, he said, you, you remember when they used to call you Raleigh? I said, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Get thee behind me, Satan, whoever come and told you that, because my name's Shalita, right? But the, the, the thing about it is, is you don't remember the things that God is telling you to do, but you can remember all those things in the past that you used to do, and you're not remembering when God picked you up and turned you around, when God told you to come into his kingdom, when God blessed you to be a blessing to others, when God equipped you to walk in this world right now, when your mother and your father are no longer here, God said, I still got you, you still here. I know that there's transition, we call it transition. We don't call it past, we don't call it lost, because ain't nothing lost. If your loved one has transitioned, it's because they went home to their heavenly home. That's where they're supposed to be at. You know, don't nobody cry for me when I go to Georgia, when I go back home to visit my family. Don't nobody cry for that. I'm not telling you not to cry. I'm not telling you not to mourn. I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just asking you to get a different perspective on how things used to be in your past. Because you're opening the door for the enemy to come in and take you out. You know, we, we don't mourn like the world. We don't mourn like people that don't have hope. We don't cry about our finances. We don't claim lack in our life. You know, people say, um, uh, when, when someone says, I don't have uh, the finance to do something or do this or do that, okay, that's true in your bank account, but that's, that's not true in the kingdom that, that, you, uh, that you have been brought into if you are a born-again believer. That don't pertain to you. And sometimes the reason why you don't have is because you're not doing some things that you're supposed to be doing, some things that are out of order. And it's not always that you got to give somebody money. It's always that God is going to meet you right where you need him to meet you at. If there's a need, like if you're praying for someone, you're praying for someone, and that prayer is exactly what you needed for yourself. You're hearing exactly what you need. But if you stand down all the time, you'll never rise up and be who God called you to be. You're going to always be down. You're going to be down in the dumps. You're going to be down in your finance. You're going to be down in your family relationship. You're going to be down with your relationship. You're going to be down with everything. But God said he has chosen us. All, it's, many are called, but few are chosen. Just because you called to do something, you don't, you're not getting a pat on the back for it. You're going to decide that you weren't chosen to do it. Let me tell y'all something. In the church house, there shouldn't be nobody. Nobody should be asking nobody to come and serve, to, to write your name on this list. There should be an overflow of people waiting to serve in the house of the Lord. Because he said everything that the house needs is already in the house. But you sitting on your gifts and your talents, and you're just sitting and you're just being selfish, getting this word, getting fat, you're overflowing in your seats, and then you won't even go out and tell nobody anything that you got. You're holding on to what God freely gave to you. It's time for a shift. It's time for us to forget about the residue from our past. It's time for us to get ourselves in position. We got to stop trying to get ready. We got to stay ready because, see, when God comes and tells us to do something, we can't be, let me see what time it is. Well, Lord, you want me to do this now. It's 10 o'clock. I need, I can do this at 10.05. You go to a restaurant and you'll sit there and shut the place down. But when you come to church, you want us to be through in 10, 15 minutes. Jesus. I'm not getting, listen. I love y'all, but the thing about it is, 
is the reason that the enemy keeps slapping us all upside our head is because we keep playing with him. You can't defeat the enemy that you play with. You're all playing with the devil. Well, you need to leave me alone. No, you don't talk to the devil until he'll leave you alone. You say, get thee behind me, Satan, in the name of Jesus. The word said, the word said, the word said, the word said. Some of us being here say, the word said that you would not tempt the Lord. No, you got to be bold with what you say. You got to know what you say. If you don't never pick up your word, you don't know what you say. Well, pastor said... You got, you got something coming up against you. And let me, let me say, pastor said that I need to know. You need to say what God told you to say. Pastor is in here telling you what God told him to tell you, but then you need to pick that up and you need to carry it with you. What you do is you put your weapons down in the middle of a battle and then you're running like, let me call pastor. Well, why pastor didn't pick up? Pastor didn't pick up because you need to be calling on the Lord. You need to be calling on the Lord. I, there should be peace. Peace is on the inside of you. The reason there is unrest because you, you keep on looking in the past. Well, back in the past, I wouldn't play that. Back in the past, I wouldn't have that. Back in the past, I cussed them jokers out and let them know who I am. You know, I know I might be saved, but they still need to know I don't play. Why? Why? Why do we have to do that? I don't need to show people that they can't come to me and do whatever they want to do. Because, see, there's a barrier between me and the Lord. The Lord is right here. So if you come in with the wrong thing, you're going to turn around quick or somebody in this village is going to come and stop you from coming into our presence with the mess. You know, we got to understand that everything, we try to fight all these battles on our, on our own, and we wonder why we get whipped. You get whipped because you're trying to fight the battle. you fight all these battles in your power. You fighting all these battles with your not anointing. You're doing all of these things in your own, on your, in your own strength. God ain't said, don't do, God ain't told you to do that. The battle is the Lord. Every battle, and some of these battles, you do need to fight spiritually. Some of y'all want to put your dukes up, but you need to be putting the word up. You got to put the word up. You over here, you got to learn how to fight the good fight of faith. You got to learn how even when people curse you, even when people do you dirty, even when people in your own family just <laughs> when they talk about you, when they shame you. I'm telling you right now, all this stuff that Jesus did on the cross, we still don't know the half of it. We still don't know the half of it. And we sitting around here with our say sanctified self mad because somebody hurt our feelings. You can hurt my feelings because you know what? I ain't never take my feelings yoked to the hurt that you gave me, I ain't never take that inside the bank and say pay a bill because they're going to say, them, them your feelings, that ain't no bills. That can't pay nothing. That can't accomplish anything. It's null and void. So, you know, you got to get your feelings in check. Your feelings shouldn't be your motivator. And a lot of believers, their feelings are motivating them straight to... Mm. So the definition of residue is a small amount of something that remains after the main part has gone or taken or used. So the reason I, I talk about residue a lot is because God showed me a visual of something that was beautiful. Something that was beautiful. And I brought a, a picture in to show you. And for the people on the podcast, it's, it's going to be a picture of um, what I call the mountains. And it's, it's a beautiful scenery. And I don't know about y'all, but when I see the mountains and things like that, I, it's, it's like a peaceful thing, you know. You see, if you can see it well, it, you can see the mountains. They're beautiful. It's just like 
oh, that's so beautiful. I would like to see that in person and things like that. So this is something that, that you would see, and there's no doubt that it's beautiful. Then we have another picture, and this picture I call the residue. You can't see, the same mountains are there, but you can't see the mountain. What you, the first thing you see is trash. It's junk. It's mess. It's, it's out of order. It's disobedience. All of that stuff. You can't see the beauty. You, you're blocking people from seeing God in you because you're presenting all the residue. You're presenting all the mess. You're presenting all of those things. You're presenting hurt to them. God said, you got to show them me. You got to present them to me. You got to give them to me. But we want them to have us. We want them to have us. Oh, they're going to get this residue today. Because <clears throat> today, <clears throat> excuse me, today, I'm not feeling it today. Today, I don't want to talk to nobody today. Today, I don't want to witness to nobody today. Today, I don't want to nurse nobody today. Today, I want to be nursed. You know, we, all, we got some, some reason that we're not telling people and showing people who, who Christ is. There's not, a, there's, not, uh, there, there's not an overflow room in the kingdom. There's just one room. Ain't no overflow room. So you ain't going to lose your position because you done told somebody about your condition. You ain't going to lose it. It's there for you. God is for you. He has placed you in a position for you to prosper. Every time we say something about prosper, people think you're talking about money. But you got to prosper in your health. You got to prosper in your relationship. You're going to prosper in your maturity level. You're prospering in the things of God. The things of God ain't money because there's no lack of that. But there's a lack of obedience. There's a lack of we need to shift from one era to the next. There's a lack of you being stuck in the past. The past ain't going to get you to the future. This is what it looks like when you're in the past. God is trying to take you higher from glory to glory, and he's taking you. But what you're doing is this. You're just walking backwards. You're just moving backwards. You can't see how to go forward if you continue to move backwards. Now, I'm going to give you a Pastor Shalita disclaimer. I should have gave this to y'all in the beginning, but, you know, I rock with y'all, so it's okay. But... Uh, the disclaimer is, I'm not saying that everybody's past is bad or not so good. I don't even like to say bad anymore because when we're in Christ, there ain't nothing bad. We don't have bad days. We don't have bad relationships. We don't have bad finances. We don't have anything bad when we're in Christ Jesus. So when you're in a season and it's not looking so well, that just means that um, Everything that you're getting ready to do, everything that God is getting ready to promote you and elevate you to and shift you, that just means that the things that, that were back in your past are no longer relevant to your future. So you got to drop that residue off and step over it, kick it, pick it up. I ain't gonna, don't even step over it. Because when you step over something, you're going to go back, right back to it and trip over it again. Pick it up. Clean it up. Whenever there's a storm... After the storm is over, they clean up. They clean up the residue. You didn't even know that it was a storm that happened. I know we have a lot of storms in Tampa. They clean, they clean it up. So the residue from your past, clean it up. Clean it up. Don't go back to relive it, but just clean it up right where you are. Clean it up right where you are. Shift your thought process away from what used to be into what is right now right now. Hallelujah. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to Philippians 3, 12 and 16 in the message version. Are y'all all right in here? Philippians 3, 12, and 16 says, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ who has so wonderfully reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focus on that goal those of us who want everything God has for us. If any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Yes, thank you, Jesus. So the residue from your past will have you showing others what you got and not who got you. It'll have you showing other people what you got and not who got you. And this is for saints. We're showing people who we, who we are, but we're not showing them who Christ is on the inside of us. The residue from your past will have you trying to explain how you're a Christian and not why you're a Christian. You're explaining how you're a Christian, but you're not explaining why you're a Christian. Um, we have a four-year-old granddaughter and she comes to me, I tell her to do something, and she say, but why? And I was going to show her the why, but then God reminded me, God reminded me about teachable moments, right? So, um, so I told her why I was telling her to do that. Not why, because I told you so, you know? Um, what God is, is telling us is, this generation, we, we are so, sometimes we can be a little hard on our kids because we remember our past. You know, when our parents didn't play, they, they looked at us. You better not ask me nothing. You just better go do what I say, you know? And a lot, of, a lot of us are still doing what other people are saying because we remember what we got in the past. I got to do everything my boss tell me. If my boss tell me to go do X, Y, and Z, I got to do it. But God didn't tell you to do X. He said do Y. But I got to do all of it because he told me to do it because I can't ask why. So when I went back to her and I explained why and God told me, he says, he said, this generation needs to know why they're doing what they're doing. So they don't get lost in just doing stuff because they were told to do it. That's the difference. When your children or someone that's, it could be someone your same age, it doesn't have to be a child. When they're asking you why, if there's something that they're supposed to do, explain the why to them. Because you're going to be upset in the long run because they're doing it, but they ain't doing it the way you want them to do it because you ain't telling them the why. You just told them the X. So we, got, we have to be more intentional about how we are delivering some of the things that we want to deliver to people. And... Uh, the residue from your past, it will cause you to be unprotected, uncovered, unnourished, unrest. It will cause unbelief. It will cause all of these things in your life because you can't see God when you got a whole bunch of trash and residue and things that you didn't clean up. It's all in the way. When God said he's the way, you can't see the way because you in the way, you in your trash. So you got to clean all of these things up so that you can have a clear tunnel vision for Christ. I remember uh, God gave me a vision I shared with someone. It's a, a vision of a car riding down the road, and there's a carrot. 
dangling in front of the car. And I'm going to say we, I'll say me. I'll say me. Okay, I'm behind this car as a saint, and there's this carrot, and I'm just running trying to get the carrot. We're trying to get this carrot. We're going to say the word. We're trying to get the word. We're trying to get the word. That's the pastor. We're trying to get the word from the pastor, right? And God is just telling you every time that, every time that car is moving, you got to keep moving. You keep moving. But he said, if you would just stop and listen to me, all you got to do is look to the right, look to the left, because there's a whole field of carrots right there. And you won't stop long enough to look and see it because you got your tunnel vision on somebody else. What somebody else got, what somebody else said, what somebody else is doing. And God said, you need to pay attention to what I'm doing because I'm doing a new thing. And all the things that you saw, all the things that you said, all the things that you did, all of those things have been shifted because you are new. You brand new. Stop letting people come and remind you who you used to be, what you used to do, why you did it, when you did it, the time, the hour, the minute. You can't even remember the time and the hour, the minute that God delivered you because you're so stuck on what somebody else thinks about you. We are not people pleasers. We're God pleasers. I don't care. Nobody in here don't understand nothing I said. God gave it to me. I understand it. I receive it. He's pleased. So while we're sitting in our seats, we need to receive what God is saying to me. Well, to you, to you, and to you. It's your word because it's from God. It's not mine. It don't belong to me. I am a willing vessel. I'm not just a vessel. A vessel is somebody that you can use to do whatever. But see, I'm a willing vessel for Christ. So I will, sh I will come and speak wherever, however, whenever. I will go in the dungeon. I love to kick the gates of hell in and walk in and say, who you got belong to God? Because you coming up out of here today. Who you got? We get mad because every time we create storms in our life, we're mad because it's raining. You can't get mad when it's raining if you done created the storm. But we got a God. We know a man named Jesus that's sitting on the right hand of Christ, and he's making intercessions for us. So even when the storm is coming, he got an umbrella for you. You don't have to go and get drowned in the rain. You don't have to go and cry about every single thing. All you have to do is give it to Jesus. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one. Ain't no other. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of times um, we say, we, you know, I'm, 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 just a, I'm just cleaning up all the residue. That's what we're doing. We're just cleaning up. So you say you plant seeds. You plant seeds. You know, in, in the Christian community, we love to say, yeah, I sowed that seed. I planted that seed. I did my thing. Now you just wait for a harvest. But then when the harvest comes, it don't look like what you thought you planted. Because you didn't plant seeds, you actually plant weeds. Because you plant weeds because you didn't get rid of the residue. When you get rid of the residue, you done planted seeds. When you got residue, you plant weeds. So the harvest that you got is the harvest that you got. That harvest didn't come from Christ. That harvest came from you planting your residue. You can't keep covering up things. You got to go ahead and attack these things. If you attack them, they can't attach themselves to you. They don't belong to you. You keep receiving things that don't belong to you. You taking hold of stuff that wasn't yours in the beginning. And then you say you're frustrated. You're frustrated. You're overwhelmed because you don't picked up some weeds and you don't picked up some things that don't even belong to you. Now you're burying them. You're trying to cover them up and make it look good so nobody else won't know. But God knows. You sit and you say, well, God, well, pastor, you don't know what I'm going through right now. No, I don't. But Jesus do. 
But Jesus do. I've had some conversations with some people. Let me tell you, I thought that I had, I was like, I think I was going through stuff. I know why you're messing with me because I went to the hospital yesterday. I know why you're messing with me because I was praying for them people to get out of there. I know why you're messing with me. That's what I thought. And then I hear some of these other people's story and I say, but, but God, my God, my God, what I got going on ain't nothing. That's why we got to stay in faith. We got to stay in each other's house. We got to stay in each other's camp. Now, I'm not telling you to tell everybody your business, but you might need to tell somebody your business because you wasn't created to go through things alone. If you were, God wouldn't have created the body of Christ. He would have just created an arm of Christ because see, all you need is this right here, but you need the whole body. He created the whole body. So when you tell somebody what you're going through, what you just did was you open the door for the devil to say, I'm done. You cannot come through here. Because, see, I would see it like this. When the devil come up in my house, which he did two weeks in a row, and I was like, I counted out joy. I see what you're trying to do, but I know that you ain't going to, it's not going to work. You bringing plots and plans up in my house, you done messed up. You done messed up. I think you got the wrong address. But since you here, since you here, you know. We're going to deal with you because you're here. And guess what? Not only are we going to deal with you at 31022, we're going to deal with you for the whole block because you showed up at our house. You showed up at my house. Every time you show up in anybody that's connected to you, you and you, then you know that's something going on. That's something bigger. You know, I know you just ain't at my house because uh, something happened. Something we didn't do. Something we need to do. You at my house because what you thought that was from my past, you thought that you was going to bring it back into my future. Oh, you somebody lied to you. I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was your, your people in your camp. But you know, we so good the way we do things, we will play somebody in the devil's camp. We already got somebody in your camp telling us what the plans is, what the plots are, what you don't lay out. You coming for my sister? Well, I'm right there. You coming for my brother? Well, I'm right there. Whoever you trying to come for, we got them. We got them. I, we, we need to stand on our post. I can see us standing at the gates of hell with our sword ready. And every time somebody try to come up in there, we be like, not on our watch. We standing right here. You not going through there. You're not going through. We, we ain't got time to be talking about people. We need to be praying for people. And stop telling people you're going to pray for them. And no, you ain't going to pray for them. Stop what you're doing right there and pray with them. Pray with them. If they brought it to you, then they need something right there. Because you know what? I told God a long time ago, God, don't let me waste my time and don't let nobody else waste my time. Because, see, I'm on your time. And everything you tell me to do, that's what I'm going to do. So when somebody come to you, you know we all got something going on. We all got something going on. Ain't nobody got nothing going on that somebody else don't got going on. Yes, everything you got going on is great. Everything I got going on great. I ain't saying it's greater than nobody, but I do want to tell you this. No matter what it is that you're going through, no matter what it is that you're growing through, it ain't too hard for the God that you serve, but you got to make sure that you open your own mouth. You open your own mouth, you say what God said about it, and then you drop it, you drop your mic, and you turn around, and you go on birthday, you go celebrate, you go cook that good food, you go eat that good food, you go and do everything that God told you to do. Don't isolate yourself. Don't put yourself in bondage. You know what? God has said that we are free. We are free. So you can't be free and be in bondage at the same time. You would never defeat these demons in the presence because you keep playing with the demons from your past. 
You can't defeat the demons that's coming because see, they're coming. You can't defeat these demons that's coming in your present because you're still playing with the demons from your past. Yesterday, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow ain't promised. And today is the present. Today's a gift. That's why they call it the present. Today is your present. This is your present day. You can't go back to yesterday and do nothing. You can't go back and you can't even go forward in tomorrow and do nothing. But you can do something right now. You can renew your mind. You can strengthen yourself. You can gird yourself up. Don't be having your own pity party and then you want to call somebody else and invite them to it. Ain't no gifts coming now. Those are not gifts. Pity parties, you don't bring gifts, you bring mess. That's what you take to a pity party. You go to a birthday party, you bring some gifts. Every party has a gift. When they call it a pity party, they come in with some gifts. They come in with some gifts. You know, um, I just want to tell y'all something about some residue. Some residue. You cannot... Okay, Jesus. So, okay, you can't be telling white lies for your agenda and want God to bless it. That's residue. Say that's residue. That's residue. You can't keep doing these midweek booty calls that you don't think nobody know about and you want God to bless it and get you a Boaz. You ain't going to get no Boaz. You might get you a broke... We want, God, we want God to bless our mess. But we got all this residue that we won't clean up. You out here falsifying some paperwork so that you can get what you thought belonged to you. That's residue. I'm not telling y'all what I know. I'm telling y'all who I know. Because see, I know some stuff, but I don't know everything. But I know the one who does. You know, I've had people come to me and they say, oh, my God, you, you, you all up in my business. No, Jesus is in your business. <laughs> Jesus is all up in your business and he's telling you things so that he can so you can be delivered from it. But you 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 holding on to it like this. You want to hold on to stuff. You want to hold on to junk. Somebody say, oh, you are blessed. And then people say, yeah, I'm blessed and highly favored. OK, well, well, ask them, how, well, what does that mean? How do, what does that mean that you blessed? Well, girl, I got this car. I got a new suit on. I got some new shoes. You know, guys, oh, yeah, I, I got this NFL, whatever, because I don't know. But anyway, we're saying all of these things, right? That's not blessings. Those are not blessings. When somebody say they're blessed and highly favored, I give, we, gotta, we have fruit. What's your fruit? Fruit. Let me tell y'all about the fruit. Okay. You have, God said that we should not judge people, but we should judge the fruit, right? If you are a believer and you're in Christ Jesus, why you keep bending down, picking up rotten fruit off the ground? 
You picking up the fruit, you down here, picking up the fruit, looking and trying to see if it's, if it's rotten, is it right, is it good, is it not? That's how you're doing with the word. You're playing around with the word. Let me see if this is good. I'm going to apply this to my life. If that don't work, I'm going to apply that. God said you need to reach up to the vine. Ain't no rotten fruit up there. Everything that you're going to get comes straight from heaven. It's the word of God. This is where you're going to get the word from. This is where you're going to get your nourishment from. This is where you release strongholds. This is where God says that his people are free and free indeed. It's here, not there, not there. The only time you need to be bending down is when you're on your knees praying. The only time I bend down, because I, I will pray, the only time I'm bending down is when I'm checking out my shoes. That's when I look down, because see, you got to keep your head up. You got to keep your head up at all times. Don't be putting your head down because somebody said something that wasn't pleasing to you or you didn't like it. I can't believe you with that dude. I can't believe you with that girl. I can't believe you still working at that job. I can't believe you still hanging with them. You know what? You need to recognize what an assignment is. Your assignment is not for people to co-sign, confirm, or, or, or put their vision on it. We, we did a thing at Western Chapel, said put the word on it. That's what you got to do. You got to put the word on it. Stop putting the world on it. Don't put the world on it. Psalm 40, 34 and 19 and 20 in the New King James Version. Y'all good? Yes. Praise God. Psalm 34, 19 and 20, New King James Version says, Many are the afflictions. Of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones, not one of them is broken. Do not get discouraged when you're in afflictions. Let me tell you what afflictions do. Afflictions will cause you to pray for purpose and not products. Afflictions will cause you to look for God and not for your friends. Afflictions will cause you to, to search to to. Praise God and not your idols. I'm going to tell you what an idol is. An idol is something that you place above God. That's anything. That can be your children's, your husband's, your wives, your clothes, your cars. All of those things that you place above God, those are idols. You know. So when you're worshiping idols, when you're in affliction, it will not cause you to look to them idols because them things right there ain't going to get you nowhere. They ain't going to get you nowhere. So you have to keep your eyes on God. Afflictions will cause you to rise up and not stand down. Because, see, when you're in afflictions, you're going to look up for real, for real. You ain't going to be playing looking up. You ain't going to be playing church. You ain't going to be playing with them demons at that point in time. You're going to be looking up for God because, God, I need you right now. I need you right now. Your prayers will shift. You'll be like an intercessor prayer warrior on wheels. You, you round here trying to get everybody saved because you in affliction and you need to see God. And he giving you answers. He giving you everything you need. So count it all joy even when you're going through some trials and tribulations. Because you know what? It's going gonna, it's gonna to help you grow. Because every single thing the enemy means for bad, God switch it and turn it for good. The key is in the hand of the king. He, he can turn it any way he wants. He said he's doing everything for our good. He says he's shifting things. He's moving some things. He's shaking up some things. All you got to do is clean up your own residue. He ain't going to come down here and clean up your residue. He ain't going to come down here and clean up everything. He already done did it. He did it, and it's called Jesus on the cross. He did it. He ain't coming back. Jesus ain't going to get on that cross for y'all no more. He got on the cross. He ain't going to do it anymore. 
He ain't going to do it anymore. But y'all got to stop trying to pay for things that God has, that Jesus already paid for. He already paid the price. There ain't no price no more. You can't keep paying the price. So why you keep on with the residue, carrying it around, toting it around, because I'm tot you're toting stuff, you're dragging baggage, you're pulling up things, and then you're trying to take, a, you're trying to take people that's connected with you. You trying to take them too. Well, let me tell you what I did when I was in the situation. Don't not care what you did when you was in the situation. We just care about what God say about my situation. Because see, every time, uh, every time you tell your testimony, you don't tell the testimony. You just tell about the test. I need the money. I need the end results. I don't need just, just what you started going through. I need the beginning, the middle, and the end. Because you know what? There's praise in the middle. There's breakthrough in the middle. There's anointing in the middle. You're being equipped in the middle. You got to get up and start saying what God say about your situation. Oh, I got a headache today. Well, now praise God. Get on up. Take you some Tylenol and let's get in the church. Let's get this word. Let's get this word. You know, there was, there's a lot of situations and circumstances that we stand down on when we should be rising up. We rise up at the wrong time. We rise up, mess with my sister if you want to. You got your chest all out. Here come the devil messing with you. Oh, well, you know what? I didn't mean to offend you, sir. But, if I, but you at the wrong house, so go to the next house. I don't, we, don't, we can't do that. Oh, since you at this house, yeah, this is the wrong house, but we're going we're gonna to take care of everybody else's house. You know, why you're in the hospital. You're not in the hospital because you sit trying to get better. You're in the hospital because you are the heel protecting your health. Go ahead and, and clean out this hospital. Go ahead and deliver some people. Go ahead and touch some doors. Put some, put some blood crosses on the doors when you're walking by. Because, you know, you got to let them know you've been here. You've been here. You're going to bring me back again? Oh, that's what you want to do? Okay, so we're going back again. But guess what? This time when we're going back, we done girded ourselves up. This time when we're going back, we done got in the Word. This time when we're going back, we bold. This time when we're going back, we got some authority. This time we're going back, we know all of heaven is backing us. This time when we go back, on, glory to God. Your family is, is okay. Your finances are okay. Your relationships are okay. Everything that's under God is okay. It is okay. It don't look like it's okay. Stop looking at it. It don't sound like it's okay. Stop talking to it. Everything that God said in his word is for, to encourage us, to encourage us, to empower us, to uplift us, to let us know that he's with us. You know, back in the, back in the past, old days, they had to go and search for God. There was a time when they couldn't even go in the church and pray. They couldn't go in the temple. They had to send the priest in there. He going to die or live. He going in there for us. We don't have to do that because he lives on the inside of us. You know, when I talked to Jesus, I said, God. Uh, Jesus, 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 what we doing today? What we doing today? Put your Jesus cape on. Put your superhuman, supernatural spirit on everything that's connected to you. You messing with my children, I'm a, I'm a supernatural, make sure that that ain't going to happen. It's just residue. It's just trash. What I need to clean up, let me clean up. What I need to store up, let me store up. What I need to give up, let me give up. Because that's the thing. We don't want to give up stuff. We want to store it up. We want to clean it up. We want to sweep it up. But we sure don't want to give it up. You know you got high blood pressure. Put that pork chop down. You don't want to put it down. You want to keep on and keep on and keep on and keep on doing things that are not for you. It might not be the season for you to put that leg of lamb in your mouth. Just wait till next season when you get yourself in order. Water. And I'm talking about food because I got one. He's outside. But I'm talking about, but, but you know, but you know, you know, you gotta, 
You gotta know, you gotta know where you're at. You got to know where you're at. Y'all don't know where you're at, so you just go and move on over some, where somebody else at. You move on to where somebody else at. But I want you to know that Jesus is still Lord. He is still on the throne. He's still on the throne. Everything he did, he did for you and I. Every single thing. He didn't miss nothing. He didn't lack nothing. And nothing ain't broken. Every single thing that he said belongs to you, belongs to you. Don't give away your prize. Don't give away your gift. Don't give away your anointing. Don't even give away your stuff. Everything that belongs to you, God said is for you. you just because you're not in order to receive it right now, don't mean that you ain't going to never receive it. Ain't nobody going to get what... I can't get what Miss Janice got. That ain't mine. That's hers. Her name's attached to it. I put my name on things that are for me. I put things on my name that are for me. I see Miss Janice doing something, and, and I want to do what she's doing. No, I'm going to still do what God say do. Because he's going to prosper and bless her because she's doing what he told her to do. But just because you see she, oh, she did it, I could do it. Why do you think that? You don't know what she's doing. You don't know what she got going on late in the midnight hour. You don't know how she got to where she got to and, and, and where he got to. So I just want to tell your brothers, encourage yourselves. Encourage yourselves. You know, we see, we see you. That's what I want to say. We see you. We see our brothers. We see our brothers. And we need you. We need you. So whatever is going on in your lives, just know that God has you. He's not a respecter of persons. He's not. He is not. The reason he created everything the way he created, because there was a need for it. There was a need for it. So if there's a need for it, then we need to encourage each other. We need to lift up each other. We need to pray for each other. We need to wake up. We need to rise up. We need to shake things up. And we need to be about our father's business. I don't care what you got going on. I got something going on right now. But it's okay. You know why it's okay? Because I'm a willing vessel. And I'm doing what God told me to do. Be the same way. Stop letting things overcome you. Stop letting things take you out. Stop, letting, stop allowing God to be uh, an afterthought. God's an afterthought when you don't clean up the residue. You want God to come down and clean out your house. He done told you you walk through your own house, but you want to call the pastor to come to your house. You at your house, you know, and, and you ain't going to tell them everything that's going on anyway, you know? So if you ain't telling them everything that's going on, stop sending your pastors out here on these dummy missions. A dummy mission is a mission that God didn't send you on. And you just out here doing stuff and ain't no, ain't no fruit behind it. Ain't nothing behind it but hard labor, hard time. That's a dummy mission. Pastor, could you come over here and, and, and lay hands on, on my spouse because they acting up? That's a dummy mission. I lay hands on my spouse. When he sleep, he get up, he be shining. <laughs> that, that's an anointed mission. <laughs> Praise God. Y'all can imagine the ride home in our car. <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> afflictions uh, will cause you 
to be, um, to be a reactor and not an actor. An actor is somebody that's out here performing and pretending. Reaction will be following through with everything God told you to do. Why haven't you started that business? Why haven't you did this? Why haven't you been back to school? Why haven't you went and, and got that interview? First of all, you ain't got an interview for nothing. You just go up in there and get your job. That's what you do. Y'all don't want to go, y'all, no, I ain't going to this interview. I ain't going to go do this right here. I don't, I don't feel like going this day. You know, all you got to do is show up. Uh, God told me one time, he said, there was a young lady that was talking to me. Um, and I was like, I'm going to pray for her. And God, the Holy Spirit said, don't pray for her. And I was like, that's what we do. We, we pray for people, right? That's what we do. The Holy Spirit said, no, you ain't going to pray for her. I listened to her, told her I love her, told her God loves her, walked away. And then I, I had a conversation with the Holy Spirit. I was like, why you didn't want me to pray for her? And he said, because I got to prepare her heart. You was about to do a dummy prayer. I got to prepare her heart. So sometimes when God tells you to do something and say something, don't do it out of season. Don't do it on your own time. Do it when he say, because that's when it's right on time. That's when he needs you to do some things, when he say so. And he will clean out the residue. He will move all your junk out of the way. He will storage everything that you need so that you can go and do what he told you to do. He's preparing hearts right now. He's preparing hearts for y'all to go minister to people. He's preparing your house to be saved. Everybody in your family that are not saved shall be saved, set free, and delivered right now in the name of Jesus because you say so. Everything that's attached to you will prosper. There will nothing be missing, lacking, or broken. Ain't nothing in the middle that's going to be lacked because you say so. When you show up and you show yourself approved, rightly dividing the truth, you shall recover from every single thing that the enemy tried to do in your life. He done took you out. He done took your mama and them out. He done took your friends out. He done did all that. But I want y'all to know right now that the residue that you're carrying around, you're not going to get everything that God has for you because you're holding on to the stuff from your past. You're holding on to the residue of the past you. That's not you no more. You can't relate to what was, but you can relate to who is. That's all I got for y'all. I ain't going to... God is good. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for this day. I thank you, Lord God, for the hearers of your word. I thank you, Lord God, that they will uh, move out of your way, Lord God, and they will let you have your way in their lives. I thank you, Lord God, that as we sit here right now, Lord God, receiving from you, Father, that you are weaving together everything that has been broken, everything that has been misplaced, everything that has been mismanaged, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, as we surrender it all to you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that your healing power is up in here. I thank you, Lord. You sent your word and you healed every person right now from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Nothing missing, lacking, or broken, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for new life, for old life, Lord God, and for life in between. I thank you, Lord God, right now that no person that has entered this place, Lord God, will leave the same way that they came in. I thank you, Lord God, that as they attach every single thing to their lives, Lord God, you are perfecting every single thing that concerns them and everyone connected to them. We don't pray just for us. We pray for every person that we may come in contact with, even if it's a stranger at a restaurant. So, Father God, I just thank you right now. I thank you that their shadows are healing people, setting people free. 
I thank you, Lord God, that they continue to be bold in you, strong in you in the power of your might, Lord God, that you will continue, Lord God, to enlarge their territory. I thank you, Lord God, right now that all the bondage is broken. All the chains are falling down right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for a spirit of ease over each and every one of them in their households, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, right now that you are God, you are good, you are our rock, you are our anchor, Lord God. There is nothing that is hard for you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you will continue. You will continue to give them every single thing that they need. And I thank you, Lord God, right now. I thank you for who you are, Lord God. Hallelujah. There's someone in, in, in here that the enemy has been um, you, headaches, something with your upper part. I don't know, something with your upper part, your headache, your uh, throat, something that's going on. God is telling me to tell you that you are healed. You just got to receive it. You got to believe it, and then you got to receive it. So whoever that is, whoever that is, whoever that is, just know that God heard you and he's delivering you and he keeps drawing me over on this side. You will not have that headache. You will not have those throat problems. You will not have those cough, whatever it is. It doesn't belong to you and God has released it from you because of your obedience. You are whole in the name of Jesus. Just receive it. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We come together not to just sit and get information. We come together to get revelation knowledge from you. So thank you, God, right now. Thank you, Lord God, for delivering us. And thank you for propelling us into our future. Because, Lord God, we know that we belong to you. And that's all we need is you. We give you glory and honor for it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's what God had to say to us today. We pray that it blessed you. As always, we pray that the word of God blesses you, not just years from now or months from now or weeks from now, not even days from now, but we pray that you got something out of the message today that would change your life immediately. God bless you and look forward to chatting with you next time.